Hey, what's up, everybody? Have I told you about Anchor yet? If I haven't, it's where this podcast that you're about to listen to was recorded. Now, Anchor is re- really the easiest way to make a podcast because they have recording and editing tools right on the app for you. They help you out with distributing out your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, just about any platform you can think about. And guess what? They even help you out with making a little bit of money on the side with your podcast. And if you're really interested in it, Go check out the anchor.fm site, or you can even download the app right off of your App Store or Google Play Store. Go check them out. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the West Coast Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Frias Guzman. And in today's episode, I'm actually just going to be recording. Uh, just a little bit about the Pat Bev trade. I know that most of you Laker fans have probably already seen the trade um, gone down. I'm pretty sure some of you guys have seen some of the some of the reports already on Twitter, maybe even with ESPN and so on and so forth. Uh, I'm just going to be actually just breaking down a little bit about the trade, what I think, what my overall thoughts are, what my thoughts are on Pat Bev, and you know, overall just kind of giving my my send off to Stanley Johnson and to THT. And just like kind of mentioning a little bit about their time with the Lake with the Lakers and um, to kind of cap everything on off with the Lakers. We'll also just talk about how I think this actually helps the Lakers and what could actually I th- what, what I think could actually be following uh, this trade with Pat Beverly. Now, the other things that I'll be actually covering in today's podcast, uh, just to go ahead and let you know, I'll also be covering a little bit about the Raiders, and, but mainly about the Dodgers since they're well underway their season. And they actually have a lot of interesting things going on with their season. So just to get right into it here, guys, uh, we're going to talk about this whole Pat Beverly trade. Now, some of you guys have already seen on Twitter, maybe like on Instagram or something like that. All these memes are absolutely hilarious. I have not stopped laughing at some of them. I have seen some of them but when it comes down to like how Russ is going to be treating Pat or how he's gonna like uh, greet him when he gets there and so on and so forth you know it's it's just absolutely hilarious if you haven't seen him definitely go check out twitter you'll definitely get a couple laughs out of it i know i have now let's just go ahead and go down the the you know the ins and outs of the trade when it comes down to pat bev uh with this trade with the lakers so lakers are trading uh tht and stanley johnson now there hasn't been any reports about there being any kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Any kind of draft ca- uh, capital or any kind of draft picks that they sent on over, and it looks like it's only Pat Bev that they that that were the Lakers are receiving. Now, me overall, I already had the chance to talk about this uh, too with my brother a little bit over a text message. Uh, so shout out to my brother Steven there, uh, just really quick. I I mentioned to him like that I I overall understand the trade and I get the reason why. I mean. Pat Bev is going to give us a lot of things that we don't already have with the Lakers um, when it comes down to it. He is a very crafty uh, veteran point guard. He's going to be able to provide a lot of defense when it comes down to it. He, he's, I mean, overall, I mean, he's, he's a really great point guard. Or he's a really great defensive point guard when it comes down to it. He can knock down a three-point shot. He's not horrible when it comes down to the offensive end. He doesn't really do too much except for sometimes you know when he sometimes i feel like he thinks that it's like his time to shine kind of deal like maybe he's trying to do a little bit too much but if you give him the right kind of role if you're really 
clear with him with his type of with the expectations that he or with the role that he's expected to have i feel like overall it's very easy for him to you know to fit right into the role i really think that he's going to be able to provide something that the lakers have desperately been needing i want to say maybe ever since lebron has really kind of joined the team and it's something that kobe had has always had you know just kind of mentioned something that the lakers have always kind of had you know or, or something that the lakers have always kind of needed especially with the type of, of players or the type of stars that they have always had so the type of player that i'm talking about is a Derek fisher type now if you guys remember Derek fisher was this guy he was not huge he was not a big guy or anything like that like i mean he was big for a guard because he was six uh, two or so he wasn't like tall or anything like that he was six two uh, but he was a pretty big guy for like he weighed quite a bit and he was a really strong kind of a, a guard you know the, he was your typical kind of like fire hydrant kind of kind of guy if you if you know what i'm talking about now the uh the main thing that i ended up noticing when it comes down to pat bev is that he kind of fits that similar kind of build he's a hard he's a he's a difficult he's a difficult guy to knock off of his uh his lane or if he's that type of guy that will pick up a, uh, a charging foul or something like that you know if we if if a guy is coming down the lane or charging charging down the lane so uh definitely it's uh or not not to pick up a blocking foul but to pick up a charging foul you know or to you know to uh, persuade the 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 refs in order to go and do so now the other things in here that i wanted to talk about when it comes down to this whole pat bev trade is with him being able to go in and give that ability or give that chance for LeBron to going to be able to operate with the ball and still to have that guy that can be a spot up three point shooter who can maybe even provide a little bit of, um, you know, even passing ability and being able to create his own shot as well or be able to create a shot for others, you know, just to kind of give you that weak side point guard, which I don't want to go ahead and make it seem in a bad way, but really Russ was never able to really do that. Um, you had guys like Austin Reeves who was able to do that, but then you had him in so many different roles over the, over the last season that he never really got a chance to do that. Now, from the recent reports that have actually been coming out, speaking of Austin Reeves, it sounds like he's actually going to be getting a, a starting position uh, this upcoming season, which is really, really exciting. And me, it kind of sounds like the guy has really been working his, his butt off and has been really working hard in order to go ahead and and get that and to get that starting position or to get that starting spot it'll be really interesting to go ahead and see overall what the starting lineup is going to look like at least now we can kind of know that it's going to be something like lebron probably in the three spot or something like that and then having when the point guard spot so to say depending on how you're looking at it having anthony davis in the four spot and then austin reeves somewhere in there as well so you're probably thinking maybe the shooting guard spot which that's kind of looking pretty nice overall when you kind of think about it. So the last couple things that I wanted to just mention here, guys, just to kind of wrap up this whole Lakers portion of the podcast, I really wanted to make this a short one since I really haven't had the chance to record too often or really haven't been recording often. I wanted to make sure to just get a quick one out there and then just kind of get maybe a little bit and to get more consistent here moving forward. So the last couple of things here that I wanted to mention about this whole uh, Lakers trade with uh, Pat Bev, the, the players that the, the Lakers had uh, had offer in order to make that trade possible. So the two guys that I'm talking about here, Taylor and Horton Tucker, are better known as THT possibly. Now, 
the one thing that I can definitely mention about THT is that there was oh, so much, so much, so much, so much potential in that guy. You definitely have been able to see it. For those of you guys who are Laker fans, you guys have maybe seen a few games here and there, even sometimes in the playoffs. This guy has been able to show that he has a lot of potential to be something something special, you know, um, especially with the type of build that he has. You you see something similar to like a, like a James Harden kind of a build or an Eric Gordon kind of a build, you know, something similar to that, like a guy who's around that 6'5", kind of a, you know, a height but has incredibly long arms for the for the height that he has he's able to attack the basket at ease it looks like the guy is pro- is dribbling so slow but he dribbles with like so much precision especially when he gets down into the middle of the of the floor he has an incredible euro step when it comes down to it and for those of you who are who are maybe not very very familiar when it comes down to uh to basketball terms or anything like that if you have ever seen Giannis Antetokounmpo, the guy from the Bucks, he has a very famous Euro step as well. It's basically just a it's a motion where you're able to go ahead and we or where you've already gathered the ball, where you already have both hands onto the ball. So at this point you make a, a rather large step or rather large stride in one direction, either being to the right or to the left, and you're making another large stride over to the other direction, avoiding you know, a travel, you know, so you're not able to go ahead and make another step after that. A lot of these players like Giannis really utilize like this, uh, this move in order to gather the ball pretty far away from the basket, take those two large strides and you're already at the basket. And then it really makes it difficult for a, a defender in order to go ahead and, and block a shot or to disturb your shot when you're that close to the basket, you know, and you're attacking that, that from that far of a distance. Now, the the main thing here when it comes down to Italian Horton Tucker that I've noticed is that this past offseason, or this past season, it really depends on the type of situation. Now, of course, you can say that about a lot of players. Being in the right situation, and you can say that about almost anybody, you know, being in the right type of situation, whether if it's like a job or, or in, in a team of some sort, you need to be in the right type of situation. You need to be in the right, uh, the right kind of. It needs to fit overall, you know. Um, yeah, actually, me even, you know, just or, you know, just overall, you always hear about fit or, or and stuff like that, especially in sports. And lately, at least uh, in the past season for THT, things did not really fit right. You know, you had similar players who, or at least you had other players who had the same similar roles. Or similar, or what we would want to do the sim- similar type of things on the floor as well, or on the court. And that was definitely Russell Westbrook when it came down to it, or, or Russ. You had a lot of things. You had a lot of like m- multiplication, if you if you would, or, or a, lot of, a lot of similarities when it came when it came down to some of these players. So it didn't really surprise me when it came down to this as to why they kind of moved away from, especially. Because of that large contract that he ended up signing, he's owed a whole lot of money and everything. So maybe it's a good way for them to kind of just wash away from all that. And maybe now he's going to be able to have more of an opportunity in order to shine and in order to have that opportunity to show off the potential that he does have. The other guy that I was, um, or the other guy that was involved in this trade here was Stanley Johnson. Now this guy... He, again, he showed a lot of potential. He was a lottery pick. I want to say he was a number five pick in the in the NBA draft. So there was a lot of um, 
you know, there was a lot of potential. The guy had a lot of hype coming out, uh, you know, from college. Um, the guy was the number one option when in college. Uh, you definitely got to see that, especially coming out of, especially coming into the NBA. You, you kind of saw that. You, you even saw you. You still even saw that when he came to when he came to Lakers. You saw that he has that that dribbling ability as as a wing player, but he has a really nice touch on the inside. Like he's able, he's able to have a lot of nice uh, different angles. Maybe even getting the ball off of the glass and everything like that on some really nice layups. Uh, you got to see that he act, he can actually even shoot the ball as well when he's wide open. Um, but he provided a lot of great defensive ability as well when it came down to it. He really, really was always trying on on the defensive side, and that's really sometimes all you really need from a player just somebody who's gonna try on that side of the of the ball you know now the it it, it is gonna be sad to go and see them go but i think those two players uh, would definitely benefit from having uh more opportunities you know to be able to play more you know to be able to showcase a little bit more of what they're able to do and who knows maybe they can actually help out that team you know now that they have that opportunity you know so you definitely can understand overall the reason why the lakers made this trade and you could probably think like wow why didn't they maybe offer a a draft pick or something like that in order to go ahead and and alleviate from being able from having to get rid of both of those players now this is the thing that i was mentioning in the beginning of the podcast when i was kind of breaking down i really think and get ready for this guys i really think that the lakers are not done i know right I really think the Lakers are not done. They're actually going to go out and make some more trades, or at least one more trade for sure. And this is the trade that everybody's been waiting for. Now, with all the stuff that's gone on with uh, with the Nets and everything and all the recent reports about that the Nets have actually came to some sort of agreement here when it comes down to uh, Kevin Durant and when it comes down to Kyrie Irving, that they've been able to go ahead and, you know, come to some sort of agreement to actually say that they're going to at least play this this season moving forward and they'll go on and go they'll see what happens moving forward basically and it seems like all those trades uh for kevin durant for kyrie Irving have already stopped have already stopped so with that being said i really think that it's time now for the lakers to go in and concentrate on all those other trades or maybe not all those other trades but at least the other trades that were available available for uh, russell westbrook my favorite my at least my favorite trade that i've that i've seen come out and never and again i was talking to this about my with my brother is the pacers if the pacers trade is still available and for those of you guys maybe haven't seen some of the reports were that it would be russ and a couple and the two draft picks and uh the pacers would be sending over miles turner and buddy hill now i don't know about you guys but I think that would be an absolute amazing trade. Now, the reason why I think that would be an amazing trade is just for two simple reasons. You get a lot of shooting. You get amazing shooting when it comes down to Buddy Hill. And number two, the defensive ability from Miles Turner. Just alone, the defensive ability from Miles Turner. I'm not even talking about his offensive ability, which he's actually a, a pretty decent three-point shooter, which you know, it'll definitely help out when it comes down to... Um, uh, the Lakers being able to space out the floor. Now, again, if you guys have not recalled, if this trade goes down, I'm going to probably have to replay this episode or something like that 
but a while back ago, the Lakers were talking about the the trades, or uh, this but the same trade for Miles Turner, and if this trade does happen, you have to remember this episode that I ended up mentioning that Miles Turner and Anthony Davis for the past at least five or six years have been number one or or at least both of them have been in the top five in blocks for the past like five or six years it's either anthony davis or miles turner are number one two or three somewhere around in there sometimes they finish four or five but always in the top five for the past like five or six years and they've always been right around like two at least two blocks each so imagine having those two guys like talk about there there's no way that anything is going nowhere near the rim and then you have you have LeBron James being there you have guy you have guys that would be able to back up like at that point imagine some sort of a lineup where you have like Austin Reeves Buddy Heald you have LeBron James you have Anthony Davis and you have Miles Turner now that's a pretty damn good lineup if you ask me I really hope that something some type of a trade like that is available I really think you have to just go in and say F them picks when it comes down to it if you're going to be Rob Palenka, you know, if, if this trade is still available, you have to pull the trigger. You have to find some sort of way to be able to go ahead and, and create a team that's going to be able to win now. You were able to get this contract signed with LeBron. You know that you have a short window in order to go in and win another championship. I think it's just best off that you go in and just pull the trigger and get it done, especially if it's that trade. If it's that trade that's still available, do it. But this is why I think that, they're, that, that the trade with uh, Pat Bev did not include any draft picks or anything like that. I really think it's because they saved those draft picks to get a, a trade for the for Russ to go. You know, and I'm really hoping it's that Pacers one. So, last couple things here, guys. I'm, I kind of rambled on when it comes down to the Lakers. I'm just going to do a short, short, short thing when it comes down to the Dodgers here, guys. Dodgers have been on an absolute tear. They had a 12-game winning streak a while back ago. I mean, it's maybe like a week or so ago now that it probably happened. And it's absolutely crazy when I just looked up right now what their record is. I knew they were like around 85, 80-something wins. They're at 86 wins with today's win. 86 wins. And they've only lost 37. That's an absolute incredible record. I can't remember the last time that a team was this, like, this dominant I want to say it was maybe right around like the early 2000s with the with the Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, um, Yankees. I want to say it was right around that time. Maybe this some that there was a team that's dominant. Maybe like those early 2000 uh, Red Sox as well, where you had um, you know a Big Poppy and you had uh, Manny Ramirez. Those team that like that team. Now, it's because if they get to if they win tomorrow, I want to say that they're playing tomorrow. That would be 87 wins, 37 losses. That is a plus 50. That means that they have won over 50, 50 more games than they have lost. It is ridiculous, guys. If you get, I'm like, I really have to go in and do some research because I'm really thinking that this is, that this isn't, it hasn't really happened too often. I'm really, I'm really wondering what kind of a record they can, they could possibly end up with, because they have a few players like Dustin May who are, who was, who's uh, just got recently healthy. And who had an amazing first game back, as uh, to point that out. Unfortunately, they did lose Walker Bueller to a to an unfortunate season-ending injury. He, I believe, it's something with his elbow, maybe like Tommy John surgery or something like that. You know, it's something that just kind of happens to pitchers at some point. 
but uh, hopefully everything goes good with his uh, with his uh, surgery and he makes a quick recovery. You know, he's able to go ahead and bounce back pretty quickly. Now, it is definitely going to be exciting to go and see like what the what this Dodger team is going to be able to do. Uh, my plans is definitely in October. My birthday is on October. For those of you guys who don't know, my plan is definitely to head out there. You know, it's looking like the Dodgers are for sure going to be able to make it into the playoffs. They have a really big commanding league uh, lead in the in the NL West. You know, just knock on wood. Hopefully, hopefully that everything goes good. Um, I know my primo is probably, you know, sending all kinds of good luck and everything over to them as well. You know, so it's definitely going to be an interesting thing to go in and see what's going to happen this October, guys. But uh, that's enough of that's enough for from me here on this one, guys. I'm, I kind of went on a little bit long on this one. But until next time, guys, I'm actually going to go in and just talk about the Raiders probably on the next one since there's been quite a few things going on with the Raiders and their whole preseason and everything. Uh, but we'll keep uh, I'll uh, keep an eye out for any kind of uh, trades when it comes on to Lakers or any other news. I'll try to get up another podcast hopefully by the end of the week. If not, you'll see me next week for sure. But until next time, guys, I hope you have a great day. Hope you have a great week. Love on your family. Take care of your family. Tell tell your loved ones that you love them. And until next time, guys, peace.